still on the drawing pin again. There you go. That's Told you. Or was it Lego this week, do you think? <laughs> well, there were so many bricks. You did about that. Oh, too many bricks. Yeah, they... Spoiled uh, the I know. The, 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 toy the box. information you get from this show. But, yeah, yes. they... Uh, I mean, not being they uh, produce so, so many so many bricks, they, they couldn't flog them all. Indeed, marvellous. So this can only mean one thing. It's Saturday morning, it's 11 o'clock. It's the All Out Radio it's, Show. It's six minutes past. It's the All Out Radio Show. Mm, with what, Marie and what, with me. And Claire. And um, what's it for? And it's the LGBT show from <sighs> Manchester and beyond. It is indeed. You are, yeah, LGBT, a QI... Plus, yes, well, plus, everything really. Yeah. Quilt bag. We haven't said quilt bag for a very long time. Well, we haven't. No. Um, There's a reason for that. Yes, because it take over the whole show. It would, every it? time. We should have just it? renamed it. Yeah. So we're here. We're queer, and we're not going shopping. We're not. It's rained. That's the reason I'm not going shopping. Hmm. Although actually, I might. That's it's not raining now. That's gorgeous. I know it's nice now, but it I, has overnight, obviously. Yeah, I've come out. We love a bit of weather. You know, loads of scarves as as I have been doing through the beast. The beast. Yes. How did you? How did you feel? How was your boiler outlet pipe? Uh, <laughs> My lord. All, all was well. Mine. All no, well. no, mine's. Oh, ours is on the first floor. Yeah. In the middle of a big blank wall, and that froze. Oh, so I had to remove a pipe inside. And Did you? God, that's, not right. that's, that's not gay man, is it? No, no. That's lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> What's that about? Oh. <laughs> I know. It's, not, it's one of those shows, isn't it? We started giddy. I think we that's have started giddy. We're thing. very excited because we've got guests. We do have guests. We we've have, got guests. Uh, we have uh, Drew. <laughs> yeah. Have you written it down? Yes, and I'm Jack. I have written it down in a very busy piece of paper. You have. Uh, but anyway, they'll be talking Would to us like later. a new piece? Because you've filled that one. Uh, yeah, it's all right. I'll be, I'll be getting into... It's been International That's... Women's Week, so it's all very busy. Is that a diary? Uh, it is. I, it's, a, it's a musician's union diary. I, uh, I like it. Wow, it's so like 1985, it is, isn't it? I really, honestly, I remember things much better if I write them down, don't you? Uh, forgot. Exactly. <laughs> what was that you said? Um, <laughs> Who are so, you? what have you been doing? Oh, hello. Yes. Um, I don't know. I've been to London. Again? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I go to London every week. Um, okay. I don't think, I don't know. I went, did I tell you I went to that play? The, oh, um, no, you were going. Oh, yeah. that's where we were at. So, we went to newspaper see that. Boy, yeah. The newspaper boy play. Yeah, mm. indeed. I realised, actually, I knew him. I knew, I've, I've known, you know, it was. Um, that's What's what his name who wrote it? Down. Chris Hoyle, yes. who wrote it. Yeah. I remember him in Corrie, and I remember talking to him in Mantos once. And it was I thought it'd be much more about the going out and stuff, but actually it wasn't. It was about the way that life affected him around um, going out and the friendships and Corrie and, and stuff. So it was, you know, and it was based loosely on that. Um, and it was really good, actually. It was a lot of people you'd know. Yeah. So, yeah. The, so it was like, oh, I recognise her. She used to be in Corrie. She used to be in Corrie. She's in Hollyoaks. He's in Ackley Bridge. Very good. So, yeah, it was good. It was nice. It was good play. Uh, and at that little um, 32, 53, I don't know, 53-2 arts yeah. venue thing, which is, is the old good? Bower Millet garage. Um, is, it, is it near... Damp. Yeah, is it just down from the old corner house? Or is it further... It's further, further away. It's right. more... Un, it's underneath the Castlefield tram stop. Right. Opposite right. the Britain's... Okay. You get in by okay. the Britain's Protection. Okay. So, yeah. So, it's uh, nice. I can imagine it being a, quite a nice little venue. Yeah. Uh, it was just... Uh, there's issues with um, water, I think. Right, OK. And trams, perhaps. And t- no, you actually didn't hear a single tram. Isn't that great? Yeah, good. Nice. But nice little space. Gorgeous. So good. good. Yeah. Well, and congratulations oh, good. to Really Chris, good. Well, Chris uh, did really well. It, it got 
great reviews. So, yep. uh, and he's been on the show. He's a friend of this show, as far friend as I'm concerned. He's been on twice. <laughs> Has he only been twice? <laughs> yeah, we'll have to get him back. It was weekly at one point. I thought. Uh, anyway, and how about you? Say, oh, here well, we go. The only reason been. you've asked me. I know. No, right. I've just got. I've got to just do a little. Is it so she can go? It's, okay. It's go on, International go Women's Week. Go. So I've been doing loads of things. I've been hosting there, there. events. Is that what I say? International Women's Week. Thank you so much. No, like most blokes, you say, "Oh, when's International Women's Week?" Sometimes in November you get. Don't you just hate that? Yes. So I was doing a few gigs. I did. I did one in Levy. I've got a, a gig in Levy tonight, actually, at uh, at Fred's. And then, well, what time are you kicking off? At eight o'clock. I think oh, okay. it's nearly sold out. So, uh, okay. I know. I know you're desperate to get a ticket. Oh, well, as I missed out on the tickets. Meanie, meanie. Yeah. So um, I think I've got some paint drying. Yes, exactly. <laughs> wash your hair, <laughs> and uh, and I did this women in law gig. So I just did one song okay. that I'd written specifically for this women in law. I like them anywhere these dinner. days, won't they? At the Midland, very swanky do. Yeah, oh, the uh, and they had a, and they had uh, had a big uh, big raffle. Oh, I know a raffle. big raffle, and uh, and I put in so my, just, just my, few, hip. my few pennies in the in the envelope and sent it. Yeah, and I got the last prize. Uh, the last last is it significant thought, that it's the last prize? Mm, okay. Which I thought, looking at it, was for seven hundred and fifty pounds. Ooh, but it actually Ooh. it's Ooh. right. I tell you what it is. It's uh, oh, it's personal someone? coaching. Oh, I thought I was going to guess. Exactly. I thought it was a do-it-yourself divorce kit. Okay, you were going to guess. So I was too late. Okay, guess how much? Guess how much it's for? For it's your for six months. Six so months coaching. Yeah, that's quite a lot of money, isn't it? Okay, well, you you tell me what do you think that's, it is. You know, I'd say five hundred quid. Now I know that it wasn't seven hundred fifty. I've got to okay. go lower. Go lower, lower. Go lower, lower, lower. Okay, it was seven thousand five hundred quid. Oh, I nearly swore. I know. Seven grand. You've seven got seven grand of coaching. Of coaching. I haven't got time. Do I'm you... too busy earning pennies here. There and yeah, can't you just cash it in and go, I, just I, give I us the know, money wouldn't instead? You, wouldn't you love to? Yeah. Wouldn't you love to? Cash, seven and a half grand. Cash prizes are not of a, it's not exchangeable for yeah. money. Or like. So, anyway, you were going to guess, but that's... Uh, well, it could be. So, uh, who knows what that's I'm going to be like. A, more than a do-it-yourself divorce kit. Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, I've got so, to do probate, you know. Yes, me too. I don't know how. I don't know where. Apparently, you can do it yourself. Oh. We'll talk about that later. Okay, fine, we will. Yes. Okay, so it's should birthdays. We have, should we have a birthday? I haven't got any. Okay, I've got John, who is my uh, brother-in-law. It's it's his birthday next weekend. And uh, I'm Carol's... Not, mom, I'm not moving a mouse. My partner's, my partner's mother's birthday is, oh, uh, just is there as well. Okay. It's on the same day, the 18th of March. So happy birthday to I'm me. sure someone I know has got one somewhere. They will. There will be, won't there? I think actually a couple of the Donegal and uh, Cork lot have had one or two in the last couple of weeks. Okay. So, oh yes, Tess had one and Michael had one, so that was good. Brilliant stuff. So shall we play a bit of Conchita then yeah. we're going to get a guest we on. We will. We've got a guest. What guest have we got? We've got... Drew Jim. and Amjad from go. Hidayah. They are. Have we not got over that one yet? No, we love it. Oh, okay, I love it. Apparently you do. <laughs> Look at it, stop fiddling with your switches. Well, if only, if only my headphones would work, that'd be great. Anyway. I have a pocket over there. I know, exactly. Whatever. Brilliant stuff. Welcome to the Do Yourself radio show that is all out. Uh, <laughs> Here on All FM. All on lovely All FM. Lovely view out the back this morning. Mm. I like a bit of... That's warm today, actually, here in lovely Levantine. And you thought it was just yourself. Yeah. There you go, I know, <laughs> that time of year. She's just <laughs> seven and a half pounds with a coaching. We've just been discussing coaching. Mm. We're off air for a minute, and yeah. I think you should go on this coaching. Okay, I'll do the coaching. Because I've, I've, I've done a bit of coaching training. Oh, there you go. I know, imagine. Imagine what you'd be I've like. I've got 11 staff. Uh, yes. <laughs> poor souls. I know. The poor souls. Anyway, <laughs> that's about you. What about our Oh, games? OK, it's my, it's my show. And we've got Drew and I'm Jad here. You're not... You're not you're, 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 it is Drew. I've said it. I'm Jad. Hi. Yeah. Hello. 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 Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you for having us. Um, where are you from? Because we can't say it. 
Right, nice. okay. Um, we're representing Hidayah, uh, which is an organisation for LGBT Muslims. Um, I'm from Newcastle. Uh, yeah, I'm from Manchester. Yeah. Excellent stuff. And um, hmm, what is the group? What does it do? Um, we're a nationwide organisation and we run groups across Manchester, Birmingham and London so far, um, which support LGBTQI Muslims um, because very often it's a kind of forgotten about group. Okay. And people struggle between issues of sexuality and faith. And so it's important to have that kind of safe space where people can come together, meet other people who actually, for most of the time, society says that LGBT Muslims don't exist. And so yes. this is a safe space for them to actually discuss, you know, who they are, their faith, and different cultural issues that can come with it. Okay, so, well. you, so you said so far in Flirt Match. Have you not been going long? Is it quite a new group? Yeah, we've been running. Sorry, I'm dead. I'm no, not no, it's all fine. I'm not getting a word in it. I'm a Geordie. I'll just talk. I'll just talk. It's what I do. Yeah, we've been running now for about a year, just over a year. Oh, really? So we're relatively new on the scene. Where did you start? Um, we started originally in London. Mm-hmm. I think London was the first group, to yes, my knowledge. Was, yeah. And um, it's run by Saeed, who's our chair. And he said, basically, there were co-founders originally that wanted to do something different beyond only having a meeting space. Because although we do the social groups and things like that, we do a lot of campaign stuff as well, and a lot of education. And we've done some kind of very public campaign things about how to, you know, being out as an LGBT Muslim, which in many Part of the community can be quite a scary thing for a lot of people. Can can we clear one thing up quite early um, doors? Sure. Yeah, yeah. You um, um, present mm. as a white, mm. um, quite heterosexual-looking man. Yeah. yeah. Um, how does that work with with a Muslim group? What are you Muslim? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. traditionally, yeah. Amjad's here. Yeah. yeah. Our stereotype, yeah. of you know, as a white man myself, yeah. uh, stereotype is an Asian man as being a Muslim. So mm. how do you? How, how are you a Muslim? What's what's going oh, on? Right, okay, this is a long story. Oh, right. <laughs> and here's another track. How do I put it? Right, okay, to put this in a in a very short way, I, I've I've always been a, a religious guy, and um, initially kind of flirted with with Buddhism for many years, and um, it reached a point where, as I've got older, I've become a little bit more religious, well, a lot more religious, and. I kind of hit the point of Ramadan last year when I said to my... I made a secret New Year's resolution in the January and I said, I'm going to lose a stone in weight, I'm going to learn Arabic, and they were my public ones. My secret one was, I'm going to think about converting to Islam. And I've always been interested in it. It's a very progressive religion beyond all the media stereotypes and things like that. Well, the media stereotype, if you, if you change to Islam, yeah. then you're going to be a terrorist. Which yeah, is, exactly. You know, which exactly. Is, so you know, beyond all that rubbish. kind of stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. um, it, it was very progressive. So, for example, um, it, it, you know, it teaches, for example, that, you know, all women, which is important to me as a... a I'm very supportive of feminism. So for women should be educated, they should be working. It's one of the few holy texts that actually specifies that, whereas okay. the others don't. And that was really important. Um, so the Prophet Muhammad's, uh, peace be upon him, his first wife, was a, a businesswoman. And all that kind of interest and stuff actually represents about that. You know, he supported that and allowed it, and not allowed, but supported, and she continued that throughout her life. And I just think that's a really important thing. So to me, that meant a lot. And so it started to make me think about questions of faith and, you know, God and all the rest of it. Um, so I ended up 
it's my secret New Year's resolution thinking about Islam. And so I converted in Ramadan. So, so did you go to the mosque? How, how does it work? Mm, well, to convert, you have to say the Shahada. Um, and so I said the Shahada, to, you have to say it to another Muslim. And so I, <laughs> I rang my friend and I was like, I'm going to do this, please come over now. <laughs> and, so, and he's a guy from Saudi Arabia, he's here doing um, uh, a degree course. And so he dashed over and I said the Shahada to him. And I was like, holy beep. Um, well, thank you for doing that. Uh, yes, you're welcome. <laughs> I'd hate to have to do that. Yeah, yeah. I've actually just converted, and yeah. so that was kind of my my original plan. But I've always had that in me, and to me, Christianity didn't it it didn't fit with me. Mm-hmm. Um, the other religions didn't work for me. Islam just seemed a natural fit. It's more progressive than what people give it credit for. And how have you found it then in the last few months? So we will talk to you. No, it's been. How's it been? It's been brilliant. I, what what was wonderful about it is that within Islam, there's this concept of the Ummah, which is the worldwide community. So everyone calls each other brother and sister, and it's a yeah. it's a wonderful way of being. And all of a sudden, people welcome me with open arms, and it was that nice feeling of community. Where I think in other aspects of community, sometimes things fade and disintegrate but this is very strong and I just felt very welcomed by it so my initial first impression was brilliant I think as a white man I'm protected from other kind of cultural influences so I don't have problems that a lot of South Asian mm-hmm. people Pakistani community feel in terms of family loyalty and you know all those things mm-hmm. that go around it with marriage or living with your parents until you're married I don't face a lot of the stuff that a lot of Arabs and South Asian people do Okay, but I think my whiteness has kind of almost protected me from that in a way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I I think mean, it's I, been... And can you explain for the purposes of the radio? I feel like I do have to go and please interview. How you identify? Just so, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm gay Muslim. Um, okay. Yeah. And you're, can we talk about ethnicity yeah, and background? Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. I'm a Pakistani. Okay. Um, yeah, I was, I was born here. My parents are Pakistani. Um, and uh, come come from quite a religious um, family as well but they're quite um, knowledgeable in their Islam so even though I understand there are families out there who don't kind of accept their their children to their children but but, uh, my my family were quite tolerant and uh, accepting so I was quite lucky so when you came out they were just yeah. Didn't bat an eye. Uh, no, they, did they, they know? They did bat an eye. Okay. Uh, my my, my mum did. Um, but uh, the onus was really on them to, to understand what was going on. It wasn't uh, on me. And my grandfather um, uh, was uh, was an imam. Um, he he really took my family together and said, okay, we're going to work this out and we're going to help him out because we, there's no way they're going to reject me. Um, and push me out to the family, so it worked like that. Yeah, so Amazing, quite fortunate. And therefore, how do you feel like about someone like Drew coming along? Oh, absolutely. Again, oh, I, I'm Muslim now. Oh, brilliant! Mm. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> it's Tuesday. <laughs> I'll become a Muslim. Yeah. <laughs> how does that work? The, the thing about Islam is that it's it, there's so much diversity. Like if you like, I, I went to, on the on the Hajj, which is the pilgrimage mm. uh, to Mecca. When you go there, you see people. 
people are white, right, right, right every uh, yeah, you? exactly. Yeah. You know, walking around that yeah. tube light structure, the yeah. car bar. But the people, it, it, there's such a mix of people. You suddenly realise this is a whole world mm. of, and so colour, race, um, sex doesn't mm. really come into into that. If someone says they're Muslim, they're Muslim. It's, uh, mm. it's really it's as simple as that, and mm. you, you greet them. So mm. actually, it's more it's more of our my issue mm. than it is about your issue, really, isn't it? It's yeah. what we expect as a stereotype of Muslim people mm. in this country. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's complete I, wrong, isn't it? I still think there's people that expect me to kind of strap on my suicide vest and you know. <laughs> Yeah. And, and I've seen it from both angles and what I, what I found really interesting kind of pre-Islam as it were is that I picked up on some of the Islamophobia that was around me and I think by doing that I found it, I felt like I'd come out twice yeah, I came absolutely. out originally yeah, as a yeah. bisexual yeah. man and I yeah. came out again as a Muslim mm. and that's not always had a welcome reception on the LGBT community and I'm an activist, I'm very out there particularly in the North East um, and I didn't always get the welcome I expected um, which you know to be fair I can understand people internalise Islamophobia stuff don't they and I think I'd internalised it so again it felt like very much like coming out the closet again it was weird mm. weird well, let's talk more about that after we have a have a track yeah, okay and then I'm going to say hello to my colleague Lynn who's listening so that's <laughs> just that's just really, really quite <laughs> hello, hello, she's, she's, I think she's from Sunderland or something oh excellent salam Lynn a bit of Jai Ho's Pussycat Dolls wasn't it that was a long time ago was it Slumdog Millionaire early 2000s yeah. it's great a long time ago oh, I know. it just flies <laughs> yeah. it doesn't it just <laughs> so we are here it's the All Out Radio show with listeners all over the place today uh, Ing, and we've got Amjad and Drew from oh, Hidayah yeah Hidayah, I will buy right. it in the end of the show <laughs> <laughs> well done Which is I've written it I've written it phonetically Hidayah ah. so yeah it's wrong oh, oh, what's it mean what's it mean I just really like in the show it's from the Arabic word for guidance for guidance yeah marvellous okay so, um, so we talk about your conversion mm. and coming out and mm. all the double whammies of you know of everything. Mm. Jack, what's your experience been like then since you came out? Oh goodness, because um, we, we touched yeah. on your family, didn't we, yeah, a second absolutely. ago? Absolutely. Um, with my experience in particular, I am um, because of my family. They, they have been really accepting. Um, not so much when it comes to like my relationships. They're always kind of like thinking, what's going on there? And they still try and kind of steer me a little bit towards. Like looking at marriage, and and you know, even though they accept me as who I am, um, well, so, gay marriage. Uh, well, well, they have done. They have in, said, in look, sense, if you're going so to do to, that, if you're going yeah. to if you're going to be in a relationship, yeah, then right. make it you know do, you know have actually have that marriage uh-huh. and and equal you, you marriage, know, and equal marriage yeah. exactly. So, um, but yeah, I'd, I've, it's it's it has been it has been a, a bit of a journey. Um, but I never really realised just how difficult other Muslims were having it because I'd, um, it's only recently that I've really started to really come on board. Um, and some of my friends said, look, you know, your experiences are really quite positive experiences and hopefully you can share them with other Muslims, which is what, you know, we, what I'm doing here in Manchester with part, part of uh, Hidayah. Um, but yeah, um, it's, it, it is difficult. Okay, it is difficult. Um, not only just being gay, but being Asian, 
um, and, uh, and and being a Muslim as well. So that's like a triple whammy. Um, and oh, we're beating each other. Come on, I'll come up with a few. Careful, she'll get the lesbian. Right? <laughs> I'm going to use this. <laughs> we're going on coaching, so we'll be all right. I feel like there's a panic button because she's about to press the lesbian card. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you go talk about triple whammy. Yeah. <laughs> Three of you against me. Anyway, so you were saying. So, so because I've gone through that, um, I, I also realise that if there's an Asian, Muslim, gay or lesbian person out there, they are going to go through exactly the same thing as myself. So if I can impart some kind of knowledge or experience to them in some way or form, um, even doing this radio show, for instance, then it's going to be just absolutely beneficial to them. So I'm really just, you know, I'm quite, I'm very lucky to be in this position where I can actually do that. And so what do you do to reach... Uh, I, it's, I'm doing a lot of work on Facebook um, and Hedira yeah. and also to do like it if you post on Facebook love that's <laughs> <laughs> not work we all, we all do that <laughs> <laughs> what kind of stuff are you doing and do you do on Facebook because oh, you've got a group you've got a page haven't you have got a page on there yeah. um, also we've got like a little uh, little groups as mm. well where it's, and there are some secret oh, groups okay. on there as well because not everyone likes to be um, out and open and, and of course you've got to be safe you, you know it's got to be a safe environment and just giving them some advice especially when it comes to some of the Islamic um, aspects of, of being gay um, it's I mean contrary to what a lot of Muslim, Muslims think um, there are there are so many Quranic injunctions in there which are quite um, you know gay affirming so mm-hmm. I like to okay. like to actually promote that and show them that and yeah. and that's something that I like to do go into the into the verses into the Arabic and explain to them that you can be gay and Muslim or lesbian mm-hmm. or I, transgender I, um, I, I I had a look at your website and I noticed yeah. that um, talk about being safe I suppose that some faces are pixelated out yeah, yeah, yeah. and that is done deliberately obviously yeah. To, yeah. so yeah. that you're not identified in that sense yeah, yeah. So, so I was going to say is you know uh, it's done on Facebook but do you meet? Do you actually have meetings where people can come together? Yeah, we, go we, for it, Drew. We do, yes. We have um, meetings held once a month in uh, Manchester, Birmingham and London. Um, we run one-off events as well. So, for example, we've got a meeting next Saturday in Manchester. Yeah. I'm coming along to Amjad's That's group. Right. Um, which he runs, and we're doing a zine making workshop. Yeah, brilliant. Um, which will be fun. Okay. And so, really what yeah. will a zine? What's a zine? A zine is a mini magazine. Oh, okay. And it, it, in the DIY it, magazine. Exactly. It's yeah. Have you, heard of a, have you heard of a blog? I mean, it's a bit easy. Uh, well, do you know what? I I miss the days of cutting paste. Right. There's you know physically cutting a paste. Yeah, yeah. 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 A glue. Yeah, exactly. But it's a great way, I think, That's to right. kind of being creative. Yeah, be creative. Tell your story through. That's it. So and how are you going to do that? What? How will you do it? I want to know. It's, yeah, so, it's so old school. It's, it's, like... it's brilliant. It's a, it's a great way of basically you can once the kind of papers folded. Um, we're going to produce a lot of magazines, a lot of things to cut out, and for, and to ask people, okay, what's your story? Put it into a zine, make it into a zine, and it's quite therapeutic and for mm. a lot of people quite cathartic mm. because some people can't actually even vocalise their their life, so it becomes a kind of I hesitate to use the word counselling, but for a lot of people, no, it's a it, good it is, way. That's a yeah. therapy, isn't it? It, it is, yeah. yeah. It's just kind of getting your story out there. And if you don't want to talk about your story, then talk about something else that's linked to it. Um, and so we're going to run, we're, we kind of have different groups work different ways. So we're doing that next week. Mm. Um, Said in London, he runs his group um, with a different debate topic every month and people get together they debate the topic and then afterwards all go for lunch and it's you know questions around usually questions pertinent to people's lives 
like you know how how important is culture you know can you be a gay, gay Muslim can you be transgender and Muslim what does that mean to people and a lot of people that's always their first question can I reconcile my faith with my sexuality or gender identity and what do you think that is that, that it must be for you two. It must be a positive. That must be a yes. Mm. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. definitely. Yes. And do you offer services to people who've got real issues with that and are having concerns? Is a yeah. do you have that facility to be able to talk yeah, to people like that? Yeah, we do. If anyone, uh, we get a lot of contacts from people all over mm. the world. And yeah. although we're UK based, we get people from Pakistan mm. and right. things like that who are saying, "Listen, I'm in a horrible position. I just need somebody to be able to talk mm. to." And so we get a lot of stuff from around the world, um, whether it's Pakistan, Nigeria, Sudan. Wow. You know, you've got that coming from all over, which is you know. And we're there to support them. We are. Know, right? I mean, we it's are. not just UK based, but for, for you know for the world. Yeah, because we haven't done it yet, and it's we've turned half eleven already. <laughs> um, give us that the first time for the, we'll do it loads more times. Contact details, where people should be looking, and what, how to get in touch with you because people yeah. will be sitting there going, "Yeah, please tap, do." I mean, even if you're just an ally who's interested, and in, you know, you're not a Muslim, check us out. Um, we are www.hidayalgbt.co.uk. You might have to spell that for some people. H I D A Y A H. I'll do that again. H I D A Y A H. Thank you. Thank you. I've had a few times. It's like YMCA again. Oh, you also got stereotypes out there. Being the only lesbian in the room. I think. I don't know where to go now. <laughs> Music, baby. W- would you like to say anything while you're here? No, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. I'll just sit here quietly. <laughs> there you go, she's gone. Um, express yourself. Uh, a little bit of Madonna there. Oh, I mean, my headphones gone donkey. Lovely. Right, so I'm Jad and Drew, still here. Yep. I don't think we're ever going to be getting hey, rid of them, are we? Hey, yeah, so that was their request. Um, and, and they've got more requests coming up. More requests. <laughs> so yeah. we're just saying, what should we talk about next? And so we were talking about uh, your experience of going out in Manchester yeah. as a gay Muslim mm. on our gay scene. Yeah. Because yeah. I can, we're... You know, it's a very white orientated middle class, ma- well, not even middle class, but yeah, male. That's right. Uh, heterosexual white. Well, yeah. not okay. Say heterosexual today. I've got that stuck in my head. But it's not. It's a, it's not about you, is it? It's you're the almost opposite. That's of right. The gay scene. So I mean, how, there, what's it like? there, I mean, there is. Um, I have experienced uh, racism uh, on the gay scene. I'm, see, I do find that uh, quite com- commonplace sometimes. I kind of expect it sometimes and, uh, and isn't it awful that you expect yeah. it it is, it right? is. When, you, when you go in there you're thinking you know you've got you've got the gay village with all these uh, clubs and, and everything in one particular area and the moment you walk in there you're thinking right here we go it's going to start something's going to start where someone's going to look at you say something or whatever else so yeah you do kind of like then start to resist actually going going out mm-hmm. um, you don't actually find that kind of uh, environment that, that that healthy for yourself so um, but at the same time you know you do it's it's a good it's a really good um experience just to it's, it's, it's invigorating it's you know to actually go out there and express yourself you know um, are there different yourself. places within the scene that would be better to go with a more accepting you know, like the, there are typically like there are women's bars there are more trans orientated bars there are you know kind of clubby boy bars these old clone bars are there are any particularly different um <sighs> I mean, it's. I mean, I like my dance music and stuff, so I tend to go to like some of the, the, the dancey type of uh, places. But uh, I mean, they do have 
specific nights for for Asian dance kind of music. Yeah, they do it once a month. See, I don't go out. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so so but, but that's when when you know Asian and black kind of really Sorry, together. we're talking about very serious. This is how this is just outrageous. I talk about your very very serious. Life. We go off on one. It's, we it's are disgusting. Honestly, no, keep going. because because my point would be is, uh, mm. and we said it off air actually. The LGBT plus community, um, mm. you know, like to pride themselves yeah. in their in their diversity and equality yeah. and all of that, and, and then you experience I mean, then you experience racism. I mean, yeah, it's just that's right. I mean, outrageous. We should be quiet. And listen to you. No, I mean not at all. I mean, uh, you know, I think I, I think you know, the, the LGBT community can actually learn a little bit, and uh, and there are some conversations going on um, and debates going on about racism in the LGBT community, and I think people need to get you know to listen listen in a little bit and get involved in that, understand it from from our perspective. But don't you get a bit tired educating all the time? Um, it's it's always going to be an education. Right. Um, I don't think that will ever stop. I think life is is about educating. Um, so in in every walk of life, and eventually it just becomes natural for you to do that. And no, you don't tire of it at all. Mm. I wouldn't do. Mm. Well, I think also because you've chosen to be a member anyway, so that's kind of your psyche. So yeah. it's not as if yeah, you're just right. you're doing it against yeah. your will or anything. Yeah. So you're, that's going to help you anyway, isn't it? Because if you're that kind of person that's into helping others, then yeah. it's always going to be like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. So if someone wants to come along to a Manchester meeting, <coughs> we are in Manchesterford, of course, you can get this anywhere in the world, and we are being listened to in Chapel on the Frith at the minute. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's an example. The centre it's just of down the road. Oh, right. Possibly even Worsley today. But if someone wants to come out in Manchester, and they want to be part of your group, how can they come along if they're a bit scared or something like that? are a little bit scared um, you can have a m- message me mm. through the Hadaya web pages or mm. the groups you can get hold of me um, everything's confidential and, uh, and I'll help you and, mm. and guide you and we have the meetings as well uh, at the LGBT foundation um, in in, this, in, this, um, in the gay village um, a first Thursday of every month so um, you know if you feel like you can come along please come along um, mm. everything's confidential and it's a great opportunity for you to just to come out and uh, and talk. And I think that's really important. Um, I've had some some people turn up, and it's the first time they've ever met another really? gay yeah, Muslim, yeah. and they're over the moon um, mm. when, when you know. And we all remember the first time we met someone the same as us, didn't we? And it's yeah. like, you know, I mean, it, this long time ago. <laughs> 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 Honestly, the ages and the and the, the whole thing is, I'm, I'm his grand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's taken a whole new turn. Oh, it? so no, so it, it, it's a real life affirming thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's I know Claire's got to sit and have a think about it because she can't quite remember it. But <laughs> it is a very life affirming thing, Gran, wasn't it? I'm going to have to call you Gran from now on. I have to bury Daniel. I have to say, it's always mm. lovely doing this show because mm, yeah. I come away from it needing therapy. So, <laughs> so, she just got seven and a half grand's worth. Luckily, I'm going to get it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I'm hoping you don't need it after this <laughs> um, we were talking though that, so that's brilliant that you've got a place where you can go mm. where uh, people can come and as, as we've heard yeah. from you mm. you're, you're friendly guys mm. and it's going to be it's going to be an enjoyable it's going to be an enjoyable experience it is, it is indeed. but um, to, to book places and all that sort of stuff costs money do you get funding from anywhere yeah we do we get well we it's, we've got the in this I think there's the power of the community with our Birmingham group um, and our Manchester group, both the LGBT Foundation and Birmingham LGBT Community Centre, give us the space for free. 
and that's wonderful which is wonderful uh, yeah, thank you is. very much for doing yeah, that yeah, yeah. very <laughs> much um, all, all of our money to run our stuff because we're all volunteers none of us are paid for this and so you know to run those spaces to get the materials to get stuff together is time consuming and we rely very much though on public funding for the bits that we need. So we did a crowdfunding campaign mm-hmm. um, and we raised £700 and we were like, wow, this is That's brilliant. Good. I yeah, know, isn't it? Yeah, we're yeah, really yeah. quite chuffed yeah, for yeah. that. Give me um, some tips and the station is also about to do one. Oh, brilliant. Because you've seen the facilities yeah, that we've got and we're going to build new facilities. Yeah. So we're going to so give us any tips you've got. The key tip is emotional yeah. blackmail. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and, and to text everybody that you know with the link. Yeah. Okay. Um, and personalise it. That's why I get 12 a day. And you want every... But it's definitely the way forward. It it really helped us. It means we've got that little bit because we were very visible. Mm -hmm. And we have a huge part of us is about being visible. Because I think LGBT plus Muslims have been um, almost deleted away Mm. from discussions and faith generally. Mm. I think is it's always been set up and I know from you know, I've been out since nineteen ninety eight. And and we and I think we've always had this conversation on in the community that, you know, religion is evil and is the oppressor. Yeah. And I I think we need to kind of look around that conversation. We need to have a new narrative because mm-hmm. this one isn't working. Religion is the oppressor doesn't work if you're LGBT plus and religious. So you've got to deal with that narrative. So, you know, just saying, you know, the Pope is wrong and evil, fine, critique and criticise, good. It's good, we need it for healthy debate. Um, But at the same time, we've also got to recognise that large amounts of our community are also religious. And we need Mm. to have a better discussion than just religion is evil. I mean, we've had people on from the Metropolitan Church, which is Christian Church, you know, and they have a... It was just about opening it out, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's exactly. what you're saying. And the Anglican just, Church. Yeah. yeah. I've forgotten the name now. Haley. In Haley and the Anglican Church. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've done a little bit. But no, it is. It's it's something that's kind of we're, we're so secular that we're like not yeah. even allowed to mention it these yeah. days. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but there are a lot of people that must be feeling. And then and and thing we get the option, we'll go back to let's go to Brexit. Mm. You get the, the people who felt that they're not included, they're not talked mm. to, they're not mm. in, it's not their life, mm. that then. It's, we end up with things like Brexit going on. Exactly. Right. And there's yeah. quite diverse communities in this. I mean, for example, some of our groups, we get refugees and asylum seekers right, yeah. who their first ever experience of meeting another gay mm-hmm. person is coming yeah. to Hedaya. Yeah. And, you know, we've got all sorts of people. I mean, you know, the majority, for example, of Pakistan yeah. are, are deeply religious. Mm-hmm. And so if you're coming here as an asylum seeker on your sexuality, you want somewhere to find faith. How do they react well. to meeting you for the first time then? If they're going, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to find a community, yeah. that I'm from Pakistan, and I'm trying to find a community, and then you're from, you're a Geordie yeah. terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. How, do, how do you sometimes go, oh, like that? You know, I, there's a look. I think I'm a little bit of a novelty in some ways. I was talking to, um, I'm currently talking with, with, with two gentlemen. One was from um, Sierra Leone, and the other is from um, Bangladesh. And I'm helping them personally just to kind of you know on a one-to-one basis in terms of reconciling you know their faith the sexuality how to live you know 
how they feel. Um, so yeah, it, it, I think that's kind of surprised people a little bit. It, it does. Not it? what it they does. expect. It yeah, but it'll uh, be helping them, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, I forgot my burka. But you have got your rucksack. I do. I do. Let's be I've been called a lesbian today already. <laughs> but let's have a stop for some Kylie because it's been requested by yourselves yeah. and by um, William and Imogen in Chapel on the Fringe. Brilliant. It's confide in me. Oh, it's about, it must be about 1990 this yes. or something, wasn't it? Hang on. Any logins that takes you back? I think Claire leg warmers. You used to wear leg warmers, didn't you? Uh, never. Honestly, I have never worn leg warmers in my oh. life. But thank you for asking. Neither have I. To be honest. I was going to say, come on, I've seen you in Leavenworth. <laughs> I've seen you go around Tesco in, in my shell suit. <laughs> oh, shell suits are trendy again. Uh, I love no, them. No, really, but it's oh. the Jordy <laughs> and me. You just want to take a match to them. Oh. Um, anyway, it's the second hour of the All Out Radio <laughs> Show here on Love Your Life. If you obviously tune in at twelve o'clock on a on a Saturday, you find us here. You will. alternately. So, LGBT uh, show. We've been dis- yeah, it's the LGBT plus. Anyway, we'll let anyone. Obviously, these two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are, it's Murray and Claire, as always. We, we haven't said how we can get in touch. We're not really. No, no, we haven't bothered. No, we haven't. Go on. We're not getting on. on radio, too, are we? Uh, you can get in touch with us. Uh, email us uh, in, in radio at allout.info. Yes, that's why we don't bother. We made, so, we made it very easy for ourselves five years ago when we set this up that we remember the, these things. For that, for five years, I think we'd know by now how to get in touch with ourselves. We're on uh, Twitter as the All Out Radio Show and Facebook as the All Out Radio Show too. Uh, and we've got Amjad and Drew here who are still here from uh, Hedaya. Oh, Hedaya. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Hi. Spell, oh, yeah. spell, spell, and how's it spelled, Drew? H-I-D-A-Y-A-H. Okay, there you go. A, a dot, no, LGBT.co.uk. Yeah, LGBT.co.uk. Get in touch with them, yes. Yeah. So, support in uh, Manchester. Mm-hmm. Birmingham. Birmingham, London. London. But we're nationwide, so yeah. wherever you're we're from. Worldwide. We're worldwide. We are worldwide, yeah. 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 But we mainly we focused on the fact that because um, there's three of us, men, we've focused on. Mm. So do you get women coming along? Is there a lesbian group uh, part, you know, What's yeah? We that, like, what's the scenario story? Oh, no, it's so hard for you to get that out. It's sticking in my throat. Yeah, we do. We get a lot of women who come to our group. That's um, enough. Then that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think. Oh, I think in right. particular, I think our London group gets quite a few people. Yeah. Um, a lot of a lesbian and bisexual women who come to the group. Um, which is great it's absolutely brilliant and I mean there's a you can find us on things like the Gaysians website as well um, and the Naz and Matt Foundation they, they heavily advertise what I've we do I've heard of that what's, what's that um, the Naz and Matt uh, Foundation are an organisation set up um, to promote religious tolerance uh, particularly amongst LGBT people and it was because of um, uh, Naz who originally was Matt's yeah, yeah who was Matt's partner who I believe committed yeah, he, um, he he was a trained was a trained doctor, mm. um, and I think it was in 2014. He mm. came out to his parents, um, and a few days later, um, oh, I, th- I think they were they just didn't accept him, and he, he committed suicide. Yeah, fortunately. Mm. So 
now mm. it says uh, mm. you know, sorry, Matt had, you know, set up this foundation. Yeah, you know, and it's, song, really. it's brilliant because yeah, it's it, absolutely it, great. it overlaps yeah. a lot with what we do. Yeah. You know, talking and, and, and getting parents, religious parents involved, which is what they do as well. They run groups. So we, we tend to overlap a lot. So, yeah, we get a lot of women coming to our so, groups. So do you have mixed groups? We do. Yeah. No, yeah. entirely yeah. mixed. Yeah. Um, and actually that's fundamentally really important to us um, to have that mix yeah. uh, rather than gender segregation which can actually happen in Islam so yeah. we actually want to pull that That's apart um, okay. so we get women who are coming we've got women on our management committee you know we have a very female identified uh, you know ethos to our organisation so it's really important it's just going to say the noise of the background. Yeah. <laughs> the two guests have been blinded by the sun <laughs> and uh, I yes. thought that was me. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, the light's gone out there. Yeah, I'm going to just the words so, are a little so, dark. Yeah, so completely mixed. Everybody's, everybody's yeah. Up. We, I mean, uh, for example, our, we, we have a lot of trans people come to the group as well because Islam has a whole LGBT plus history, yeah. which is often forgot about. You wouldn't know about it, would you? No, no. you wouldn't. Talk it, you know the way that it's portrayed in the mm. press and everything. There's nothing except yeah. hate and hatred and yeah, yeah. yeah. there's and a prejudice. Yeah. whole rich history of it within Islam, and it's it's fascinating and wonderful to read about. And you know, up until you know about the 1920s, you were essentially, for lack of a better word had trans people who used to protect the Prophet Muhammad's tomb. Right. So, you know, and you you have this whole rich history of it until the foundation of the modern state of Saudi Arabia. Absolutely. That then all changed. But that we had that that was an honour to do that. Mm -hmm. This you know, we've got a whole history of this stuff. And it's conveniently it's forgotten. forgotten. Hidden. Yeah. yeah. It's it's yeah. hidden. It's hidden. It is. <clears throat> and it's only starting I mean I, I remember doing um I did a talk about um LGBT life in Saudi Arabia and it's still very much there, it's still very much prevalent. Um there's, you know, fascinating aspects to Islam and sexuality that read about it. Absolutely. Great yeah. stuff. Great stuff. We've got early um, Islamic poets who used to talk about, for example, there's a woman who wrote about being what she called a grinder and that she absolutely loved the grinding of two women coming together and she discusses it with an Islamic I'm poetry. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant stuff. There's some great yeah. pieces of work um, that show, you know, the, that intimacy of same-sex relationships amongst men and women within Islam and, you know, the, again, the honour of trans people guarding the tomb. It's just all there. Islam, so, it's, Islam is, is, is really quite tolerant of the diversity in, in sexuality. Mm. So, mm. yeah, it's, it's just so good and people often forget that and we, we like to kind of remind people of the Islamic history mm. and it gives pride it gives mm. pride to Muslims LGBT Muslims and mm. Muslims in general mm. so yeah because we're talking off air yeah. about whether or not you go into schools because yeah. obviously there's a huge you were talking yeah. earlier I'm dead about you know educating people and how mm. it's actually it's a privilege to do it really mm. and I just wondered if you managed to get into schools or colleges or mm. universities or whatever to discuss stuff yeah I was uh, we're heavily involved with universities I was at the University of Sheffield quite recently talking about um being LGBT, well, being a bisexual and being Muslim. And um, we've been involved quite a bit. We've had Said and other members of the mm. committee all go out to different universities to do panel talks and discussions. So we're quite active in that front. Schools less so. Um, I think it's more capacity. 
of what we can actually do. Um, <laughs> there are quite a lot of schools. Yeah, there are. Yeah, there yeah, really yeah. are. Yeah. But we, we did have a wonderful documentary made by Sonia Singh, who is a master student, um, just graduated, who made a documentary about called Muslim Pride, which you can find on YouTube. Uh, it's about seven minutes long. It's really powerful and impactful. And it was our very, it was filmed at our first Hidayah anniversary birthday party. And she talks about. You can find myself on there. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like yeah. him. <laughs> Pointing to me. <laughs> I am on YouTube somewhere. Yeah. Of course you are. Yeah. It's brilliant. Any coaching somewhere? I hear what you're saying, Claire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you mean this. <laughs> so you can't swear, Len, but you can do. Uh, you, you know, can make a, 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 a uh, The terrible thing about this program is we. Still on a very serious subject and it just yeah, yeah. goes off I love it it's brilliant it's like a stream of consciousness <laughs> yeah. so yeah so you did but, the film yes you're we, in it we did the film he's, um, Murray's not unfortunately he's not he no. wasn't available that time no, we did ask yeah, it's too but expensive my rider was a little you know, excessive part, part of what we do with Hedaya is also not just the social stuff we do the campaign and the education side and that makes us I think we makes us stand out and um, the education side on our website, you can have a look, you can see the documentary, watch it. It's really powerful stuff. Um, we have the NAS and Matt Foundation involved in that. Matt talks about his experiences of NAS and, and what went on. But also we have the the gay couple, which were mentioned quite often in LGBT press, which was the first people to have an Islamic marriage. Right. And Is that quite recently then? It's very yeah. recent. And they're I on the video have, yeah. as well. Oh, and they've got death threats around that. Yeah. And But it's really important. Who are they getting death threats from? I, I think be from other Muslims yeah. um, and people from their own own, own background. I think it was mm. Bangladeshi. Yeah. So, so if, they are, if the Quran is saying all this, it's, mm. it's wonderful. It's great. It's okay. Mm. Why is there so much? Mm. What is it about it? Um, unfortunately, I think the majority of the Muslims that live in this country don't. Um, it's it, they, they read the translations of the Quran in English, and of course, there's always a bias when you read uh, translations. And they're not, they're not, we're not taught Arabic, um, even though we can read the Arabic, we're not taught how to understand it. And that's something that's really quite okay. failing mm. with all the Muslim institutions, really. Um, so, yeah, they just don't get that kind of... Mm. So, so, so they have the one particular view and it's a very homophobic view. Mm. So what we try and do is try to reanalyze those verses and teach them, look mm. at them, break them down and say, look, actually, look what it really means. And, and it's usually quite an eye-opener for mm. a lot of people. And does it work as a... a yes, know, it really does empower. And does that get tiring, though, for you? Because you've said it's all about education all the time, but do you yeah. think, have oh, I got to do this again? <laughs> not, not really, because it, because it, it needs to be done. Mm. Uh, and when you, and the, the, the beauty of this is the, the moment you start to show someone how to do this and how to interpret, then they actually go on and help other people and show their family and their parents and that's the important thing as well and it kind of makes it easier for the parents to to you know to to kind of understand their you know their their children's sexuality you do have a fabulous positive attitude yeah. i have mm. to say you, you thank you very you're much you're inspiring me at the minute oh, that's oh. Oh, truly truly it's great do you want to do, do, do my do you want to do my <laughs> <laughs> Let's have another track because you've actually said. Hand, I said, is there an upbeat with Alanis Morissette track? Um, we're, yeah, we're playing this. She one. doesn't do really upbeat, but I love her. Okay, She's fantastic. So let's have a hands clean. Let's see how this yes. goes. 
I've just figured out how to make them be quiet. You just go silence, mics going live, and they go quiet. It's the first time in nearly an hour and a half. Yeah. That was Alanis Morissette that first and last time playing that. There you go. Uh, oh. <laughs> and then we've got some Jolene coming up in a little, a little bit of Dolly coming up for uh, my colleague Lynn in a couple of minutes. So stay tuned, Lynn. There you go. Look, that's almost professional radio. Almost, yeah. You listen to the All Out Radio yeah, show on all uh, events. Which puts us back where we were. Yes, indeed. Yeah. The LGBT so, plus. Brilliant. We've got, we're going to wind up with our Jad and mm-hmm. Drew because mm-hmm. but they've been fabulous we don't you know let a guest on for this oh, thank you very much uh, it's been a pleasure but you wanted to talk about culture and yeah. the way it gets in the way of religion was it yeah we're, we're, I'm really interested in kind of pulling apart the two I think we're going back to what Amjad was talking about before the break I think it's really important to separate culture and religion uh, because I think culture sometimes obscures mm. the true meanings of what religion is about and um, in particular, for example, a friend of mine in Leeds um, mentioned that he feels, as a Pakistani man, that um, you know when people first arrived to the UK from Pakistan, that Pakistan actually now has made quite progressive movements. They've even they've just issued passport changes, and you can self-identify as transgender in Pakistan, which you can't do here. Which yeah. you can't do here, yeah. and yet, however often communities can be stuck very much back in the 60s mm-hmm. and they haven't moved on whereas Pakistan has and is is that because they've, because they've come to somewhere so different that they kind of it's difficult to move on I don't you know well, yeah it, it, it is like, ah that's what I know and it I'm staying is with it because of that but we, we, we do become a little bit insular in our little communities oh sorry <laughs> yeah, we're just um, going to stop dragging on the table <laughs> there's a ruler just <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs> Nanny, Nanny Claire, <laughs> and and also we've um, we didn't like a new generation. It's, it's, it's the parents as well. Say something, and we'll shut up. Yeah. Um, it's it's also because of the, the the families as well over here, um, who who are, who have got some idea of how they've been brought up. So they there's probably a little bit of um, a, you know just a little bit of that really mm. where they just ha- haven't they don't kind of move forward really with that kind of thinking and the children just inherit that way of thinking and it's difficult isn't it because I one of the re- first reasons I thought well get you on because of the Corrie storyline and, yeah, and you've yeah. all decided well, don't watch Corrie <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so there is yeah. a, a Muslim yeah. relationship there yeah. they're yeah. married yeah. And, yeah. and then she's fallen in love That's with right. uh, another woman yeah the guy that she, yeah. she's married to and so yeah. they're trying to the family going you've got to stay together you've got to mm, bring yeah. shame on the family absolutely is that a common line Mm, very, very common. That's, I mean, it, that storyline. Um, sometimes on, when I, I do watch it occasionally, and I, and I think that's very, very realistic. Um, you do, especially in our culture, we there's a lot of um, uh, honour. Everything's based on honour and is that, respect. It? Is it as mm. they call it? Yeah. Mm. Um, and uh, you've got to protect that more than anything else. You, you know, you've got to protect that. So parents. You know, you and know. he's on more about what the neighbours will think. Yes, that's the community. Right. Yeah, thinks. that's right. And we're all so a bit like that, right, aren't we? But yeah. rather than, but they, but they put that so important that, that that's what's more important than your own children and your own children's happiness. Mm. So they put the honour first. So um, in this in the storyline, uh, Zidane uh, has a marriage with uh, Rana, yeah, uh, and it's a mock what we call a marriage of convenience, yeah. And there's a lot of that's something that we mm. really not touched upon as well. But it wasn't to start with though, was it? It's just turned into one. It isn't did it? Yeah. turn into yeah. that, but yeah. you get the, but there's a lot now. of there's a lot of LGBT Muslims who who are looking for mocks. Oh who, yeah. Who, oh okay. Oh yeah. Oh, it's a huge We've got another hour long show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many. Yeah. And um, you know that's just something because they did they feel as though that's the only route they can have mm-hmm. to have a little bit of happiness in their own lives. Mm. 
um, but it's destructive. It I is, think yeah, it's not. not um, you know, it's 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 not conducive. It's not healthy. Mm. So if you if there's someone in the, who's in that kind of situation now, yeah, could you give support around that? What what would you say to them around based on your group and the organisation? I mean, I would always support them. Um, I wouldn't say to them, you know, come out of that relationship because they are doing. You must leave. They, as long as they're safe, they've got to mm. keep themselves safe at all times. Um, uh, but you know, that's that's something that they've decided that is going to be working for them. And so, I, you know, we, we can't really come in between that. Yeah, we can yeah, yeah. be there and supportive mm. um, as much as we can. Which actually, sorry, but a lot of gay men go, no, you must come out and you must leave. And I've had that in the past. Go, mm-hmm. no, you can. No. Can you be in that kind of relationship? Yeah. You're, yeah, you know, yeah. but you're going yeah. actually. Actually, you don't have to. We'll support you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll support you, and you don't have to come out. Yeah, you know, as, yeah. as long as you stay safe, that's the most important thing. Exactly, and I think you know, sticking to accounts from the bigger structures that sometimes you just can't control. So culture weighs heavily on people, doesn't it? Yeah, and I yeah. think sometimes you know, if you've got honour and mm. ideas of that and all the rest of it weighing down on you sometimes a marriage of convenience we would never say there's one right mm. way to live and one wrong way we'd never do that that's not for us that's to decide yeah, that we're not we're, people face enough moralism exactly in their life without yeah. us doing that on them so we're quite a neutral force Absolutely. if you're happy and yeah. as Amjad says you're safe yeah. if you're in the closet out the closet whatever then fine that's okay Incredible. Brilliant stuff. Yeah. I think that's uh, yeah. you've been, you've been, you've been amazing so amazing. Oh, thank, thank you so much. Oh, yeah. So if you just <laughs> yeah. want to say again we'll how people yeah, how people can yes. get in touch with you. Yes, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, um Hidaya, and you Spell can it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> www. Hedaya, which no one says H- www. anymore. I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they're doing the so again. <laughs> again. <laughs> HTTP. www.hidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahidayahid
uh, which is used to treat conditions including age-related toxoplasmosis and jacked it up to £750 a pill. The 5,500% price rise sparked outrage, uh, but he refused to back down, earning hatred from commentators with his smug defence of the predatory business practice. And he's now been jailed. Today he was sentenced to seven years in prison for defrauding investors and was fined $75,000. Judge... Judge Keo Matsumoto... <laughs> Guess. Uh, the judge said. The judge, I know, I did. The, the last time I was supposed to say his name went, he emphasised the case is not about pharmaceutical pricing and Mr. controversial statements or actions nor his, his scientific aptitude. It's about repeated breaches of trust and repeated lies to his investors. So he's been jailed and he cried in court um, and asked not to be jailed. And he's, and he's cost thousands and thousands of pounds. So it's good to kind of see a little smug person and getting his compliments yes, really into it. Yes, it? indeed. Excellent. Excellent stuff. Okay, shall so I do one? You go on, you do this, one. This is, this is yeah. closer to home. Uh, this weekend at the LGBT Foundation, uh, which is in town on Richmond Street. It is um, indeed. They've got, because uh, it's been International Women's Week, uh, that you love, um, they've got, uh, they've got <laughs> Sugar and Spice 12, which, is, uh, which has the title Standing Stronger Together. And they've got loads of workshops today and tomorrow. It's already started, so... Um, some of them won't be listening to this show. So there's okay. loads of discussions. Do you mean they won't be able to play it live into the uh, LGF? Actually, they probably will be, won't they? Mm, they probably to, will be. Just to keep kids from hanging around outside. Uh, but they've got... Uh, well, they've had speed mating already. They've got Speed writing. mating? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Like meeting cool. people. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I kind of like these ideas, because you just go and make friends, really. Uh, this afternoon they've got uh, oh they've got a song in seconds by Claire Mooney. Oh, so, what time's that on? Yeah, that's on at uh, three o'clock. So I've got to dive from here and get to there. Three, you can walk there from here <laughs> in that time. I've got so much more to do. Oh, okay. Uh, and then later on tonight, half seven, they've got an open mic night. So if you want to go and do some poetry and stuff like that, sing, uh, I'm sure you're more than welcome to uh, to turn up there. O- otherwise, you can come to the. Claire Mooney gig at uh, Fred's Ale House, which is on at eight o'clock. But tickets selling fast. Other gigs are available. Exactly. Tomorrow, yeah, including Kylie, I think. No, not tonight. <laughs> Tomorrow they've got uh, more workshops. They've got uh, photography. They've got burlesque. Got self defence, and they've got a panel discussion. Is burlesque and self defence the same class? Uh, no, slightly no. differently. I'm mm-hmm. put on at the same mm-hmm. time. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then we've got a panel discussion on overcoming obstacles and finding resilience. So um, you need to contact them via that their website. sounds more like Krypton Factor than it does uh, so, uh, to anything else. You never know. Is it more coaching? Which Can I, do you want me to coach you again? Oh, here you go. Yeah, go on. A bit more coaching <laughs> oh, and be dead handy. Go on. Be bothered. <laughs> will, you, <laughs> will you stop whinging and just get on with it? <laughs> So, have you done a coaching course? You say yeah, just one day. You've done one day. I think you need a bit more time at it. Actually. I've done more French classes than I speak less French. I tell you, I've been going to French classes for the last few weeks. Yeah, have you? I know how to get under something. Oh dear. Under, under a chemise a or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The oh, look, the you know more than me. That's it. I'll be going. The ceiling and the floor. When are you going to do roofs? That's what I want to know. I'm waiting for the roof section with how to negotiate with your local roofer yeah. on replacing the tiles on the roof and, and then much? getting it back when it leaks. <laughs> <laughs> Not got okay. to that stage. Good I think luck. I'm a few lessons. Then I started doing an audio book instead, and I've been sat there going, "Je voudrais uh, une chambre pour deux nuits pour deux personnes avec douche." And what's that mean? Apparently that's a shower. I want a, I want a, a I want two showers. A two showers. I want two showers. <laughs> I love the way you've got your fingers up <laughs> while you're doing this. Well, yeah, but well done. Voulez-vous avec moi? You just did it in a normal voice, moi. and he didn't shout or point. 
That was very good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> no, excellent stuff. So, I'm going to play, we're going to play a couple of tracks. We're going to get a bit uh, emotional, aren't we now? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. changed the tune, yeah. yeah. The, uh, I mentioned earlier on about doing probate, and uh, I've got to do that, and Catherine's gone. It's quite easy. It's like, well, Catherine's doing it then for me. Oh, well, okay. uh, well, because, well, you're yeah. not doing it then. Because, Thank uh, you, Catherine. Because, ooh, five, six weeks ago, my dad... Um, finally passed away it's been eight years or 12 with alzheimer's so finally passed away and we then three weeks ago had his cremation it takes a long time there's a big queue in norfolk for cremations so we had the cremation we carried in and we played uh, a song i'm going to play in a second in the uh, at the funeral it was this one coming in and there was buddy holly coming out as the curtain closed and all this kind of thing and then a couple of weeks later i was sat in a restaurant with an old friend in the west london and i was just talking about the event because you know he's going through similar things and and stuff and so we're talking about the event the funeral and just as we're talking about it the song comes on in the restaurant and it's not even a modern song i know it's uh... it's from 1978 and i was you know I think the energy of them two dropped. still still around. It's still bizarre, around. isn't it? So it is for, for me, old dad. Go on. Who I've not mentioned, uh, Sultans of Swing. There we go. A bit of uh, a bit of a dire straight Sultans of Swing from 1978. One of my dad's favourite songs. Oh, bless. Yeah. Lovely. Silly old git. Right. Uh, no, I did the eulogy and everything. So did you? Was How like, was that? Whew. And then, yeah. I bet it is. First, I'll be able to talk it? about it, to be honest. It's so tough. It's, yeah. It's tough. I, I, my mum asked me to sing at her funeral, and I did. And uh, obviously, before she died, she asked me to sing at her funeral. And, <laughs> oh, it was um, your mother's. Oh, yeah, I wasn't listening. And, yeah. and um, was like, it, was, else. Uh, it was. It was tough. And then you do, it's almost like an out of body experience, I thought. So I'm just in somewhere else, in another place. Is there a noise? This the phone's ringing. <laughs> it's like, that's the clicking noise, like Doris Stokes is in the and room. Where's the phone? The phone's over there. It's you can pick the phone up and go, okay. I wonder if that's um, someone trying to get in. Right, okay. so. We'll uh, mother, we'll it is Mother's Day on Sunday. It is. Uh, and you were saying that about your dad. My brother, when, when mum died, kept, um, he kept hearing, lose, when he was talking about it, kept hearing losing my religion. It's been a bit weird after we've been talking about religion, but it, this is by... Uh, REM and um, yeah, that's the that's the song that always comes into mind when okay. talking about Happy Mother's Day. Sorry, I should tell you what I'm about to do. That's something. Yeah, we're chatting. You haven't got a live mic thing. Thank you very much. Light. There that's, you are. That, oh, so losing my religion. So there ends yeah. there ends sentimental corner. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. But for mums everywhere tomorrow, have a great day. Marvellous stuff. So, and, so uh, you're off to uh, Manchesterford. So I am. I'm off for to a ride in the Wolseley. Yeah, and then coming back to Eleven June. Um, Excellent. For eight. Thanks again to Drew oh, and they were uh, Andrew, who I'm were great, great guests. Brilliant stuff. So if you've missed any of it and you want to get the good bit, which is the first hour, uh, it will be on Mixcloud in the next day or so. And then podcasts are available. I've just started doing the podcast. That's downloadable. You can get that as well. Oh, oh, it's somebody at the Avon door. Avon <laughs> So we will leave it there. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Thanks for uh, listening. Delroy's on with his Caribbean connection in a couple of minutes. See you soon.